party people! Welcome once again to the Party of One podcast, where the gaming table is always set for two. I am your host as always, Jeff Stormer. This week, I am joined once again by friend of the show Cole Burkhart for a game of Monster of the Week. Monster of the Week is a Powered by the Apocalypse game about busting ghosts. And vampires, and zombies, werewolves, aliens, monsters of all kinds. It is designed to emulate shows like Supernatural, books like The Dresden Files. It's very cool. I like it a lot, and I'm really excited for you to hear the episode. And of course, you know Cole from their amazing work on Blue Dawncast and the Unplaced podcast, the upcoming Lavender Ladies podcast, and more, links to all of which can be found in the show notes. With all that out of the way, let's throw it over to me in the past so he can get started with the show. Take it past me. Thanks, future me. This week, I am joined once again by Cole Burkhart. Cole, thank you so much for coming back on Party of One. Thanks for having me. So, uh, at the top of the show, as we always like to do, why don't you take a moment and let the audience at home know any of the cool projects you're working on, anything you might want them to know about, that sort of thing? Oh, goodness. I'm doing a lot right now. So, uh, you can hear my uh, my first, my, my child podcast called Blue Dawn. It's an actual play podcast. Right now, our season is kind of horror-based, a very fun circus adventure that I just, just, it's so good, but also I'm a big wimp sometimes. Um, you can... <laughs> I, feel, I feel that. I feel that a lot. <laughs> you can also hear me on another podcast that I do called Unplaced, which is yet another horror podcast about a woman who wakes up one day and is completely invisible. Um, it's very interesting. Um, and If this comes out when I think it's going to come out, you can also hear me on another podcast called Lavender Ladies, which is about, well, the gay mafia. I dig that. Uh, (laughs) You've you've sold me. Uh, That was quick. Excellent. Uh, So this week we are playing Monster of the Week. I am super excited about it. It is powered by the apocalypse. Mm -hmm. Uh, Monster of the Week. It's actually the title is pretty much on the money. (laughs) So yeah, it is a super you know your supernaturals, your your fringes, mm-hmm. your buffies, the, your buffies the vampire slayer. So why don't you uh, take a moment and introduce us to your monster hunter this week? Perfect. Well, my monster hunter is named Alicia West. She is from the Crooked Playbook. Um, she used to be part of this monster hunting organization and then broke away because she realized she could do, she could get shit done better without them. Um, she's kind of like a, a late 30s kind of executive type. She wears a lot of suits, but carries a lot of big guns um, and, and, knows her way around killing monsters. So, uh, let me ask you, um, you separated from the torchbearers mm-hmm. on not the best terms. No. What was the job that caused you to split, and how is it not your fault? Okay, so one of the things that I believe, uh, at least I have a problem with with the torchbearers, is that uh, they are very set in their ways. They think that, no, there's no working with uh, some of the less dangerous monsters to to hunt things. I was chasing down this super bad demon and enlisted the help of a couple fey fairy creatures, and they did not appreciate that. Yeah, they are... They are very... uh, Humanocentric. Yes. Right? Like, they basically... Anything that's not anything that's not us, it's mm-hmm. us versus them, exactly. and you sided with them, and you got the boot. <laughs> but like at the same time, 
you also got the job done, right? Yeah, I, I got it done. The demon's been taken care of. Just, I also happened to leave a couple fairies alive at the end of it. Yeah, so they were not happy with that. Mm-hmm. So, um, what brings you to Nightcrest University? It is the small, uh, tech school uh, out in kind of uh, ritzy. It's it's real ritzy, right? Mm-hmm, it's one of these like mm-hmm. big fancy, you know, it is the science and technology capital of tomorrow, right? They're cultivating Ooh. the next generation of scientific minds. Fancy. Um, I am, f- oh, hold on. I want to, I want to look up a, a monster name real quick. Um, uh, I'm following the lead of a uh, a kind of like Windigo type monster, except without the you know maybe not maybe not necessarily from from Native American culture, but one of those like mm-hmm. long, dangerous man eating creatures um, that like hunts during the night. Not a vampire per se. It's without the blood sucking. But I'm following a lead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it it. Uh, there have been some sightings around Nightcrest. This actually works out perfect. Yes, this oh, is good because this is this actually ties in perfectly with all of the <laughs> stuff that I've got written. Yeah, oh, good. Um, you have you have rolled up Nightcrest. Um, you and you have kind of picked. You know, you've been you've been coy enough to kind of pick up on a few of these things mm-hmm. because you've noticed that uh, a lot of them have been kind of scrubbed from sort of the uh, the area newspapers, right? Like, right. the university has clearly kept a lot of this in-house, but a number of grad students uh, in recent months have up and disappeared, right? Like, there have been GoFundMes from families mm-hmm. being like, help me find my son, and sort of, you know, you've, you've seen some reports on Twitter of of hey i'm hey like this person said they were gonna come home and they never did Mm -hmm. people have have disappeared right and the university has been very and like you've seen it there's at least one instance where uh tyler uh tyler applewood you know uh, all american big barrel chested big barrel chested blonde boy disappears and there's a gofundme to like find him Mm-hmm. And it goes up and then goes down fully funded within a few hours. Mm-hmm. And like, it's clear that the university is keeping this very hush hush. Mm-hmm. But people have gone missing. And to somebody in your line of work, especially operating independently, that's kind of a red flag. Oh, absolutely. Like, there's there's no way that these, this many students can go missing and have it be an, a normal circumstance. Yeah. So, um, how long are you at Nightcrest before, uh, you hear about the case of Armana Nolan? How long are you before the Armana Nolan case happened? Like, before you get the breaking news about Armana Nolan? Mm-hmm. Probably not that long. Um, it's probably only I'm on I'm on campus for maybe a couple of days and then it yeah. then it hits me. Okay, cool. Yeah, you're on campus. Actually, you are. We open. You are 
hanging around the only place where you can get a solid handle on what's happening around campus because mm-hmm. otherwise it's all, you know, there's campus security kind of like watching you with the one mm-hmm. place, even though you don't really fit in the one place where you can actually get an eye and an ear for the campus is the student union in this large, ugly food court. <laughs> Um, uh, it's, it's probably not, like, um, like, shitty Indian, Indian food. Like, it's not even yep. good. There's, like, a Red Hot and Blue, which is a restaurant in the north, and, like, whatever. Um, a Red Hot and Blue, which is a barbecue place. Um, mm-hmm. uh, probably even, like, there's probably there's a-, a Starbucks... There is uh, not a Starbucks, but there is a Cup of Joe. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and there's and there's a Taco Time. Yes. And yeah, there's a Taco Time, and then there's a Del Taco, and there's there's the thing. The one thing you've really been able to pick up on is that there's serious debate over whether you go to the Taco Time or the Del Taco. <laughs> but uh, the Armana Nolan, what happens is it's about twelve thirty. Uh, lunch rushes in full swing when out of nowhere seemingly out of a back out of like a back staircase or something just you know suddenly there's a ruckus and this young grad student in like uh in scrubs this young grad student in scrubs bursts into the crowd swinging plastic silverware and you see that she is bloodied and her scrubs are kind of torn up in places and she's screaming and there's just a lot of blood Ooh. dripping from the back of her head. Like Ooh. you see like her shoulders and like her back starting to get drenched. She's swinging. She's swinging. She's screaming about like, get it out of my head. And then she's on the ground what and it- then she's gone. What is security doing? Um, security immediately starts, like, they start trying to, like, get close to her, but she's swinging, like, plastic knives, but with the force that you're pretty sure she could still, like, get, like, bury it in someone's skull. Mm-hmm. And then they're also, like, doing heavy crowd control. Like, no one's allowed near her. Mm-hmm. They're kind of, like, grabbing, full Nelson grabbing people and dragging them off. To, like, get them away from the scene. Okay. Um, could I... Let's see what I want to do. Um, could I try and, like, get behind her and, like, come up and, and disarm her? Uh, you can, yes. It will take... It's going to take a little bit of, like, getting around security to get up to her, mm-hmm. and then you're going to have to grab her. Um, I'm willing to roll for it. All right. And I'm going to call this uh, Act Under Pressure, I believe. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to call this Act Under Pressure to get around security and get up behind her. It's just going to be one Act Under Pressure. Okay, so that's a plus pool. Come on, dice, please. Please? There we go. I have, like, three bags of dice, and so getting, getting them all out is tough. Um. Okay, so... My tool is a plus one, so four, seven, I got an eight. Okay. Um, you're going to have, you're going, you can, you can pick one. 
mm-hmm. you can sneak past security and get up behind and like get up behind her, or you can like you can you can sneak up security, but she's going to notice you and engage you directly, or you can get up to her and disarm her, but then security is going to be on you. I don't care about security at the moment. Um, I'm going to okay. disarm her. Okay, so you get you yeah you get up behind her. You're quick, and you 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 pull you you grab the silverware. She kind of like turns around and kind of shoves you a little bit, but but she's clearly weak and she's clearly like faltering mm-hmm. before security. You know, and they grab you with the same like real shitty campus security full Nelson that they were grabbing <laughs> other kids with. Um, I. I have a quick question. Is her blood on the silverware? Uh, a little bit of it, yes. Okay, I'm gonna slip it into my bag. Okay. Um, and then, uh, I guess I'm gonna let security pull me away. Alright, yeah, they pull you away, and this, like, 19-year-old is feeling very tough about it, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, get back! Get back! Do you, do you even go here? Get out of here! And they kind of, like, pull you away... <laughs> They kind of shove you out of the door of the student union, but you've got this piece of silverware. And mm-hmm. I'm gonna ma- say make a make an investigate mystery roll uh, for what if you if you noticed anything when you were kind of like close. Okay, that's a sharp a plus sharp. So three, six. That's nine out of ten. All right. Uh, ask me two of the questions from the investigate a mystery list. Um. What is being concealed here? Um, you, the thing that you notice is you came up behind her, mm-hmm. right? You saw the wound, and it was a gnarly looking wound. Mm-hmm. But the thing right before you got pulled away, right before you grabbed the silverware, you swore you saw what can only really be described as... Like, almost a leech bite, but way bigger. Huh. Right at the base of her skull. And it didn't look like it got, like, all the way... It didn't look like it goes deep, like it was a shallow wound. Mm -hmm. But it looks like if it had gotten deeper, there would have been a major problem. Okay. Um. I want to ask where did it go, but I feel like I can't, like... Discover that from just the scene, um, or unless I did, if okay, um, I'm gonna ask where did it go, but I'm gonna use like sort of a reverse engineer of like following the bloody footprints to try and yeah, okay, mm-hmm. um, you, where you can see, you kind of like as they're carrying you out, you get a chance to kind of look at watch the footprints and you see that she came up through. What looked, what was, what basically looked almost like a utility closet door. Huh. But you have heard some, you have seen on social media, you've heard some kids in the union talking, and there are, you know that there are tunnels, like utility Mm. tunnels underneath the school that connect some of the buildings. Mm -hmm. So it's possible that this closet was actually one of these, like, tunnel staircases. Okay. Um... Chances are I can't get back in the building right now. Uh, 
Probably not, especially because security is kind of, like, standing outside yeah. and basically, like, telling people to disperse. Okay, okay. Um, I'm gonna back away for now, but, uh, actually, I wonder if I could find the archives and find a map. Uh, you can find the archives. Um, there are, there is a, there is a campus library. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is under renovation, so, like, half of it is all boarded up and closed off, but it's there, <laughs> so you could definitely consult it. Sounds it. like my college experience. Um, yeah, no. It was my entire college experience. <laughs> um, uh, good old George Mason, where everything they do is, is construction. Um, uh, yeah, uh, since I can't get into the, uh, the, the uni right now, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to the library. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, so like I said, the library is about half shut down, mm-hmm. right? Like, there's a lot of, a lot of stuff is tarped off, and, uh, some of the books are shipped off to other buildings, mm-hmm. but the, uh, you can definitely, yeah, you can spend some time in the library. There are, like, books on campus history and stuff, mm-hmm. so you could definitely make an investigate mystery off of that. Okay. Uh... Ooh, ooh, uh, that's a four. <laughs> okay, great. Um, good, great, <sighs> excellent. On a miss, you reveal some information to the monster or whomever you are talking to. So, uh, so Chaz, who is the the uh, the assistant librarian uh. for this shift, is very confused, like. Chaz sees you come in and assumes you are faculty immediately. <laughs> and is immediately like, oh, hey, um, yeah, no, I was working. I, um, and he's clearly like, his eyes are open a little bit too wide. Mm. And he's like, I was, yeah, cool. Um, is there anything you need? What are you looking for? Uh, some stuff is off campus. They said to say that to faculty came in, but, um, yeah, I can probably help you if you need anything in particular. Yes. Uh, Chaz, was it? Yeah, Chaz. And he, like, he he pulls out his lanyard and badge, which he has tucked into his t-shirt so nobody sees it and <laughs> thinks that he's working. <laughs> Despite the fact that he's sitting behind the desk, <sighs> he pulls it out and, like, flips it. Yep, Chaz, that's my name. That's... Uh-huh. Listen, I'm looking for... A map of the school? Something real old, you know? Maybe back when they had their original buildings? Oh, yeah, actually. Oh, yeah, we actually, uh, the maps are, because the new students were supposed to keep those. I, yeah, that, you can absolutely find the maps in the back. And he, like, he's kind of, like, points you towards where you see some maps are hanging up and they have shelves with some of with some of them rolled up, so they're definitely available. But as you are walking over there, you notice that there are several. Uh, you notice there is a what looks like another professor. You know, gray suit, mm-hmm. black tie, salt and pepper hair mm-hmm. is reading a newspaper in a chair and like visibly like looks up at you and watches you go over. Uh, I'm just gonna ignore him. All right, he kind of, he watches you for a moment and then gets up and kind of hurriedly walks out as he sees you looking at maps. Mm. 
So you uh, you find you 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 look through for a moment and you do find uh, some maps of the school. So go ahead and make me an investigate mystery. Okay. Make me another investigate mystery. Okay. Oh God, damn it! That's a six. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um. Let me ask you some questions. Okay. Um. You've been to you can't quite find they don't have quite the maps that you're looking for Mm -hmm. they don't have quite the oldest ones the ones that they do have are recent enough they're recent enough that they have the uh the tunnels are kind of marked off as like official so they're not included on the maps Mm. but you've been to nightcrest before yes why do you when when was that and when and why were the tunnels important it was probably, oh god, it was probably back when I was going to college, or, like, looking to go to college and was doing, like, a college visit, um, mm. and, uh, the reason why, like, um, I think maybe there had been rumors of a person going missing in the tunnels, and, like, all of the, mm-hmm. uh, not recruiters, but, like, the people who show you around campus were very, like, quick to shut that rumor down, Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. And, and, uh, that's actually, that's actually where you were, like, you went looking into the, one of these tunnels, yeah. right? And that's, that is, of course, where you stumbled, you, like, found yourself among the torchbearers mm-hmm. as they were, like, looking, looking, like, walking around. You saw them poking around. Mm-hmm. And that is kind of how you got swept up into that lifestyle. Yes. So, yeah. So, you know about these tunnels. Mm-hmm. So you don't necessarily know all of them, but, like, you've got enough to know that, like, there are miles of tunnels. Most yeah. of these buildings can be connected either directly or indirectly. So, mm-hmm. she definitely came from another building. She definitely... You can surmise that she came from one of the science buildings because she was in scrubs and mm-hmm. had, like, Crocs on. But in terms of like what building, <laughs> they could, could you know they, mm-hmm. there's miles of tunnel down there. Okay. Um. You know what? Let's let's go for an adventure. I'm gonna try and go back to see if I can remember where I like that first tunnel that I stumbled upon and just mm-hmm. start from there. It's like the ba- you know once you once you start walking the campus, it's like the back of your hand. Mm-hmm. It's and it's it's that kind of familiar where it's almost unnerving mm-hmm. and a little bit off putting where you're like, Oh yeah, I just have to turn up here. I haven't thought about that in thirteen years. <laughs> and you find yourself it is a sewer grate in the middle of the quad mm-hmm. that like every student at some point has walked over and not thought twice about. But like if you crowbar it up and you make sure no one's around, there's a there's a ladder that drops you right in the middle of these tunnels. Um, are there people around? What time is it? Um, you tell me. Both, you tell me both. <laughs> um, I think, I think it's definitely late at night. Um, maybe not like one or two, but definitely closer to like 10 or 11 p.m. Yeah, uh, yeah. And there's probably... There's probably a few people around, yeah, like, like just leaving, going from, to parties, yeah, or like 
Oh, wait, no, that's 10. I haven't been at college in like two years. Fuck if I remember when classes ended. But yeah, no, kids are like definitely going to parties and um, moving from from dorm room to dorm room. And so Mm -hmm. I uh, so Alicia doesn't feel that she's being watched. So I think she's very like casual about just prying up this sewer grate and jumping in. Yeah, I think you you jump in and you see a few students as you like get ready to jump in, look over to you, mm-hmm. but it's late enough at night and they're drunk enough that yeah. like they probably I, won't actually remember. I, this. I do like a finger guns at them before I jump in. <laughs> they finger gun right back and then the, it's as it's as though you could have honestly disappeared and they would never notice. Mm-hmm. That was all it really took. <laughs> so you're back in these tunnels and not only is there this feeling of deja vu, like, you know, you remember it like it was yesterday, but there are still chalk marks and mm-hmm. bits, tiny bits of tape from where, like, from previous Torchbearer investigations. Mm-hmm. It's all real familiar. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, I'm going to pull out my baseball bat that I think I've got, like, strapped mm-hmm. into, uh, like... I think I had like a kind of a big like jacket on and I had it strapped to my mm. back underneath the jacket. Um, Love it. And I, I, I pull it out um, just just as a precaution and then start cool. walking. Yeah, you're, you're moving around. There are the only lights are these old kind of flickering utility lights. So mm-hmm. everything has this sickly orange to it. Mm hmm. And it flickers just enough to be unnerving, even to a monster hunt, like an experienced monster hunter. Mm-hmm. But you are, you can see there is shorthand on some of the built, like the things that tell you kind of which buildings are which. And you uh, make me a, make me an act under pressure. Okay. As you are, as you, to nav, to get around in here, as this is. A tough, a, a, a rough, you know, it's a creepy scene. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, two of four, which is six plus uh, one, so seven. Okay, great. You, um, yeah, great. You are looking around and you see, oh, I know what the worst situation is already. Oh, good. This is good. Oh, good. Um, you're able to kind of piece together like where you where it seems like you need to go like you're looking mm-hmm. at things but the reason you're able to piece together where with where the action seems to be is because you see some fresh chalk markers and some fresh like string hung up oh good they're definitely here oh good just what i wanted uh more people in my way mm-hmm. <sighs> all right um, I'm gonna try and like circumvent them if I can. Um, okay. I want to go in the like the same direction, but also want to be sure that I'm not gonna directly come up behind them or run into them. Um, but also because I think if I didn't do so well on that roll, I'll leave it up to you whether or not that happens. No, I think that yeah, I think that be- that you uh. I think the bad situation is the only is that the only way you're going to be able to reasonably get to Bradbury Hall, mm-hmm. which is where all of the markers seem to indicate, mm-hmm. 
is by basically going where they've already oh, gone. Like, God. so you're basically going to end up right behind them no matter what. Okay, that's fine. On the upside, you know you got to head to Bradbury Hall because you can see that, that if that's where they're headed, they probably know at least as well as you do right. like what they're looking into. Mm-hmm. All right, let's do this then. You make your way along and you can, you know, it's tape. It's, ta- it's, it's, it's just different enough from, you know, things are marked off with like not police tape, <laughs> but close enough that a student or janitor wouldn't notice. Mm-hmm. And like pieces of, sh- you know, conspiracy string on the walls. It's all very thorough and it's all kind of annoyingly thorough where <sighs> it just feels all stifling to you, mm-hmm. right? Like everything's by the book, even down to the chalkboard. Yeah. Yep. You see the ladder. Uh, it's ex- No, you see a stairwell mm-hmm. that leads you up that you can tell that is clearly marked as leading up to Bradbury Hall. It'll drop you off in essentially the lobby. Okay. Um, I'm gonna, I have to put my baseball bat away, but I'm gonna put it away and then climb up the stairwell. Uh, you get to the top of the stairs when echoing through the entire tunnels, uh, you just hear, Been a while, West, still in the case, and you see a, an all too familiar cigarette light from off in the shadows that illuminates your old boss. The person that trained you. You know those sins will kill you. Eh, something's gonna kill me sooner or later. I may as well enjoy it while I can. <laughs> um. I'm trying to think. Oh, I was trying to think of the best possible, like, obnoxiously. Well, his name. You already is... used Chaz, so I don't know. His name is. His name is. Creep Carlisle. It's the most annoyingly like pulp in pulp uh, horror hero name I could think of. (laughs) His name is Creep Creep Carlisle. (laughs) Great. And he is 100% in the trench coat with the hat and the cigarette. And and, like, it's definitely mod like it's it's modern day so mm-hmm. this all looks it's all looks really try hard yeah is i think the vibe that he is the vibe that he's giving off. oh absolutely um i think she goes so you seen a monster come by this way something uh nothing come nothing down nothing in the tunnels which i mean that was really our first guess i feel like if you're a monster, this is where you're gonna hide out. I mean, look at this place. Obviously. Uh, but, uh, nothing here. Um, best we can surmise, whatever has been dragging people off, and he kind of looks up the stairs, must have come from in there. Is anyone else here with you? Uh, just the usual containment crew, you know. Mm. Oh, um, Luke says hi. He's yeah. He him and him and him and the cleanup boy. Him and the cleanup crew. You know, <laughs> they still talk about you. They still talk about the the fairy job. Listen, I'd rather not get into that with you. I got I got better things to worry about. 
Understood, understood. But, um, and he kind of like pops the cigarette out of his mouth just to give you the most shit-eating grin. You know that area is off limits, right? When has that ever stopped me? All right. And he kind of, um, he smiles and he like gives you a, he puts the cigarette back in his mouth. He gives you a tip of his cap uh, and he, th- right? I hate this uh, guy. <laughs> and he throws himself hard against the wall of the, uh, of the, the tunnel. Mm-hmm. And like the sound of it echoes out and he kind of like stumbles back and he just says, you overpowered me. There's nothing I could do. You know, and he walks and he walks. He starts to walk off. <laughs> if you wanted to make it a little bit overpowered, you you could just let me beat you up. Uh, I feel like I'd enjoy the cigarette more. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep going. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go yeah, in. Yeah, you. <laughs> All right, you, uh, you head in and. The weird thing is that no building should be this bustling at 11 o'clock at night. (laughs) But there are grad students and scrubs and crocs, like, running from room to room. Fucking med students don't know when to quit. Right, and there are, you know, faculty looking at clipboards, walking along in lab coats. And there is one older guy gray suit black tie salt and pepper hair Mm -hmm. walking along with a few students and he sees you and he and he kind of like starts to fall behind the group as he kind of like starts shuffling people along a little bit Mm. um i'm gonna like make it very obvious that i'm looking at him and then walk past him and try and find an empty like if I can, at least an empty hallway or an empty classroom. Yeah, you've definitely... It It takes more work than you would think. Mm-hmm. Especially at this time of mm-hmm. night. But you do find... Uh, you do find an empty, like... you One of the lecture halls is the only, like, empty mm-hmm. room. And it's this big... Everything you do is kind of, like, echoing. Yeah. And it, it's that... That kind of quiet where it feels like you're making too much noise no matter mm-hmm. what you do. Uh, I'm going to go down and sit like on the teacher's desk or whatever. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you sit and you kind of twirl in the teacher's desk for a moment. When through the top door, like all the way up the stairs of the amphitheater, this guy with two of these burly campus security guards comes like storming in. Mm-hmm. And they start like moving moving towards you. Evening, gentlemen. I uh evening. Uh, unfortunately, the building is closed for from the closed the building is closed from nine thirty until six thirty. You'll have to come back in the morning if you want. And he kind of looks you over. A press interview <laughs> or something. Uh, but gentlemen, this is a place of learning. Are you really going to deny? Are you really going to uh, um, deny me an education, regardless of the time of day? Uh, he kind of like he's holding a clipboard and he puts puts his fingers to the bridge of his nose and he says, like, are, "Are 
this is the work that we're doing is too important to be bothered by drunks or <laughs> thrill seekers or press or whatever you're doing. Oh, you're a distraction and you need to leave. You, and he starts to walk out. You insult me, sir. And I think I'm going to use the move notorious. Um, and I think what that looks like is she starts to like loosen her tie and pulls back the collar of her of her shirt, and you can see the brand of the uh, of the torchbearers like burned into her neck. Um, mm. And is like, I'm just looking for a little information, sir. Um. Okay. Yeah. So what happens is he kind of stops in his track. And, like, starts shaking. And bolts. He's gone. Oof. But the people that you're... Uh, the people that you are able to... Uh, the people that uh, will do what you ask mm-hmm. are the two campus security guards who kind of stop and, like, they pause and look at each other for a moment and they're like, are they the ones that... Yeah, they said that if they... We were supposed to cooperate and... Uh, Okay, uh, we don't want any trouble. Of course not. You know, not not here for any trouble. Well, I'm not here for any trouble either. I just need some some uh, questions answered. So, okay. um, looking at you two, I can tell you probably won't be able to help me, but I feel as though that gentleman can. So why don't you take me to uh, to where he's? We hmm. We can go, yeah, 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 no, that's fine. Uh, come with us. We can, um, he has said that he won't answer questions. I, I'm so sorry about that, but uh, I, and one of them kind of like, yeah, but but Mary is up there. I don't Ooh, Mary. mention Mary. Oh, Mary sounds just wonderful. I would love to meet Mary. She, yeah, okay, that's fine. And the, the other one is like hitting him in the arm, like, dude, you're not, you can't just. <sighs> okay, yeah. And so they kind of like, you know, the three of you march off, and we cut to one of these labs, right? Mm-hmm. Think very, very college chemistry lab. <laughs> there are a lot of Bunsen burners, kids in lab coats. Mm-hmm. Mary's one of these grad students in scrubs and Crocs, and she's looking in a microscope. And. Uh, the two security guards kind of drop you off and they kind of walk off and he's still getting punched in the arm, right? <laughs> and Mary's like, is there a reason that my roommate has dropped you in front of me? A little while ago, a girl came running into the, uh, the food court just dripping in blood. Do you know her? She stands up immediately it's like wait i thought they said that she you saw her yes so did a couple other hundred students no but and she kind of like looks you over for a moment are you you're not the one that it doesn't really do you still does do you still have the silverware (laughs) Uh, uh, I, I, I don't think I take it out of my bag, but I, I do nod. What do you need it for? 
they they said that somebody was able to like grab her and grab the silverware before they got dragged mm. off. Uh, Marcus tells me everything. He's in campus security. Ah. He's a pretty good dude. Um, but they said that somebody was able to... Can I ask you a question? I don't think you'll be able to eat with these. I don't think you'll want to. <laughs> Fair, but... Um, and she kind of, like, grabs a piece of paper and starts sketching, right? Mm-hmm. Real, like... And she kind of, like, shows you a mark that matches the mark that matches the mark on the base of her skull exactly mm. you know this sort of big leech bite is this was that they said she was bleeding is that yeah that's what it looked like okay 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 um okay um Take take a take a look at this, and she kind of like gestures you over to the microscope, and I'm gonna ask you for an investigate mystery. Okay. Oh, cool! Double stitch says so. Twelve, thirteen. Okay, excellent. Um, ask me two questions. As you're looking in the microscope, you're seeing it just looks like cells. But, like, as you kind of talk to this, mm-hmm. as you talk to this grad student, you can kind of get the answers to a few questions. What sort of creature is it? Um, the cells are acting real weird. You kind of see them splitting, but they're splitting real quickly. And you kind of, like, look at her for a moment. And she's like, uh, I can, and she kind of grabs another of these, uh, the little glass things that I don't remember what they're called. She grabs another glass, a slide. Mm, That's mm. what they are. She grabs a slide and she puts it under there. This is tissue from a human brain. Mm-hmm. And you look at it and she's like, this is the, this is a, a sample that they've been having us look at. And they look identical. This is clearly tissue from a human brain, except this one is like splitting and undergoing mitosis. Huh. Um, uh- brain tissue doesn't do that. This thing, and she kind of like leans in and she says, now why would campus, why would, why would our professors be so interested in having us look at this weird brain tissue as just as, and she kind of like perks up, goes real quiet and looks around just as something, just as people are starting to go missing. That's why you're here, right? Those are dangerous questions to ask. Well, I kind of think that we're in danger a little bit. Not while I'm here. I promise it's not going to hurt you. That's a cold comfort, but I'll take any comfort I can get. Um. Uh. What can hurt it? If that's at all possible to know. Um, you're watching. Okay. Actually, I know exactly what it is. Mm. You're, you're looking at this and you're seeing these cells kind of split and like, you're watching it kind of start to grow and it almost starts to, you know, you can like, it's, it's starting to really like fill the slide up when the door bursts open and you hear, that same guy screaming get her out of here she is not 
she is not on the like she has not uh, got security clearance. She is not in the program. She is not part of Project Insight. You get her the hell out of here. And as he's screaming, you see it start to recoil a little bit. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna hand Mary the uh, the bloody silverware and go. Okay. Use this how you can. And can do. Then I'm gonna let myself be escorted out of the building. <laughs> okay. Um, roll me a manipulate someone. Actually, no, she wants to do this. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. She starts, she kind of like, she pockets the silverware as you get escorted out of the building. Mm-hmm. And he is screaming about like, he's screaming at Mary and he's screaming at other people about like, you're just going to let random people look at things that are important to Project Insight? What is wrong with hey, you? This hey, is, this is... don't, don't blame this on her. I, I made her do it. Don't worry. Yeah, the, I had nothing to do with it. And she kind of, like, gives you, like, the briefest of smiles. And he is like, you, if I see you around Bradbury Hall again, I will make sure that you are arrested, uh, You that the full extent, the law will come down on you, you will never see this the outside world again as long as I have any will in my brain. Don't worry, sir. You won't see me. And he he stammers for a minute, and he's like, <laughs> and I'm gonna turn and walk away. All right, yeah, you walk out. You walk out. Um, you are you are carried. You're escorted out by Marcus and his friend, who is still kind of needling him a little bit in the way that kids carry mm-hmm. on jokes for way too long. Yeah. And they take you out. You know, you're outside the building. And what do you do? Um. I think I might go back in the tunnels and just go looking for danger. All right. That sounds like a solid plan. Or at least the Um, torch bearers. At least the torch bearers. Uh, You know creep is down there, if nothing else. (laughs) So you're back in the tunnels. And you're poking around, around the entrance to Bradbury Hall. You know, you're studying, give me an investigate mystery as you are studying the, to see what you can surmise from the markings from the torchbearer, the torchbearers left behind, actually. You know, they're, they're obnoxiously by the books, (laughs) but they are very thorough. I got an eight. Okay, ask me a question. Uh... Uh, where did it go? Mm. You, you're looking and you kind of see the markers and the thing that catches your eye is there's a piece of string pinned to your, like, it just looked like an indent in the rock when it was poorly lit, but when you put a flashlight to it, you definitely see one of these, like, leech bites. Oh, good. But it's against a rock, right? Mm-hmm. So it's not like, but like, and then you kind of move, you kind of start following the string. Mm-hmm. And you see more, like, you kind of see them almost as though it was using, it was, claw, like, crawling or mm. pulling itself with with these, like, bites, with these jaws okay like it doesn't have like feet it uses its its, like mouth to to move around 
it may a little it looks like it but it also looks like you see several sets of them so it almost looks like it was pulling itself oh with good like like multiple like it it almost does it have like multiple sets of teeth or it mouths? has multiple sets of it looks like it has multiple mouths and it looks like the movements of them are, are, are a little bit erratic so you can kind of surmise that it's got mouths on tentacles basically and it's sort of like pulling itself like pulling itself along that way oh good okay um i'm gonna i'm gonna pull out um i'm gonna pull out my pistol and keep going cool 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 um or my revolver yeah make me a read read a bad situation um as you follow these as you follow these markings which one is that oh wait there we go it's a sharp plus sharp roll me plus sharp six three is nine so ten okay uh ask me three questions as you kind of you're following this along right Mm -hmm. and you see a bloody handprint Mm -hmm. and like you see it kind of like chalked off a little bit Uh, but like you keep following these marks and you see that they definitely stopped. Like they, you know, like they haven't pressed this far down mm-hmm. or maybe the thing has moved further far down. Mm-hmm. Are the- And you have no idea what buildings you're around now. Okay. But you start to come to one of these large openings, right? Like a hub almost. Mm-hmm. Um, are there any dangers I haven't noticed? Um... You see this bloody handprint, right? Mm-hmm. And you see it kind of run a little bit, like it smears, and then disappears. Mm. You look at that for a while, and then you kind of see, you start, like, you pause, and you see another one that wasn't marked off. Now, the torchbearers would have definitely marked it off, which means it's fresh, mm-hmm. and which means that the creature is on the move, mm-hmm. and that it's got, and that it's got bodies with it. Great. Uh, what's my best way out? Uh, your best way out is you. You're in this hub, mm-hmm. or you're coming up. You're coming up on this hub, and you see that there is a set of a set of stairs that lead up to a building. You're not sure which one. Okay. Um. Do you mind if I hold my third question? Of course, absolutely. All right. You come into this large hub, and it's the smell that gets you. Mm-hmm. When is the last time that you smelled viscera? Oh, that's a Monday, my dear. Okay. <laughs> um, good. Yeah, then it's then this is then the smell of gore is familiar to you. <laughs> and it's it's that again, it's that really it's this is this is far more of a painful sense mm-hmm. of familiarity, right? You're like, oh there I mean it, it is. still doesn't smell good. It's still disgusting, but it's a smell that I'm used right. to. Right, and it's that it's that sort of awful sense of like, yep, there it is. Mm-hmm. That's the that's I knew you know you knew that was coming, <laughs> and you put your light around and you see bodies. Ooh, several of them. Good. Do all wearing scrubs. Oh, okay. Well, at least they're no one and now. You get a, you get a good solid look at one of them. Scrubs, grad student, young. Mark in the back, and and 
your flashlight kind of follows up the body. You see blood all run, all stained on the back, all on the back of it, of uh, all on the back of his uh, scrubs. Mm-hmm. You see blood stained the whole back of his scrubs. You were you you follow it up, and you see the mark punched right in the back of his skull, and the whole skull is caved in. Oof. I was about to ask if they were alive, but, you know, I guess that answers my question. (laughs) Um, Well, you would think they'd be thoroughly dead. Oh, no. But it makes them getting up real confusing. Oh, no. (laughs) Several of them start to crawl to their feet. And they're not moving. They're not moving as though they're not moving. They're not moving like they're alive, but they're getting up. Which still seems weird. Mm, um. Oh, I. Um, I'm not gonna shoot at them. Um, I'm just gonna shoot. I want to get that like that nice reverberation going on with my revolver. Hmm. That's good. That's very good. Gimme. Okay, then in that case, um, I'm gonna actually not call that kick ass. I'm gonna call that uh, act under pressure. Okay. Um, which one was that? That's just cool. That's plus cool, yeah. Okay. Uh, that's a four plus a two is a six plus seven. So, or plus one is seven. So, seven. Okay. Yeah. You, uh, you shoot into the air and it reverberates and it actually knocks you off balance, mm. right? Because it's so loud. Mm-hmm. You've got the tinnitus kicks in. <laughs> And they, (laughs) I'm glad, I'm glad you went there because I was trying very hard not to. Um, yeah, you, like, you're like, and it's, you know, you're dizzy and everything is kind of like flashy and Mm glow, like, you know, you've got the, the, you're seeing, you're seeing lights and I am, what is, what is the harm on your pistol? Oh, give me a sec. Let me see. Um, my revolver is, uh, to harm. It's... Okay. Yeah. Cool. Perfect. You deal two harm. To the... You deal two harm. Yeah. They... Several of them fall over, right? Mm-hmm. Several of them, like, just collapse. Collapse in on themselves. Right? They just kind of, like, fall flat. Mm-hmm. It's almost as though... And now you get, like, with the flash of the pistol, you get a solid look at how the the others are moving. Mm-hmm. They're almost marionettes. Ooh. Like, the way they move is, like, a body part kind of moves at a time. Mm-hmm. And so they're kind of, like, they are very, they're being, moving very puppet-esque. Somebody, they're not moving so much as someone or something is moving their body parts. Mm-hmm. As they kind of start to surround you. Okay. Um, then I'm gonna. I kind of want to ask my third question, but I think I already know what it is. So, um, what's most vulnerable to me? Uh, what is most vulnerable to you? Mm-hmm. Uh, the thing that is most vulnerable to you is. You see, is probably, it's not them. And you actually, 
you see in the flickering light, you actually see a little tiny tubular black shape punch out a light and you hear a skittering as it as like something you know you hear um a skittering and like a as it is clearly like thwicking along the walls as it is clearly fleeing from you as you have made a loud noise this creature is here and it is clearly afraid because you made a loud noise and it hates loud noises Mm -hmm. um the... So you know its weakness. So the thing that is most vulnerable is this thing that you haven't gotten the best look at yet. Mm-hmm. But you know it's running, and you know it's scared. But it's also directing these zombie things at you, these puppets. Mm-hmm. Um, the students that dropped because of the revolver uh, uh, shot, gunshot, um, they're, they're, they're absolutely dead, right? They are... Dead, dead, dead. Okay, cool. Then I don't care about casualties, so I'm gonna pull out my assault rifle and just shoot these guys. <laughs> cool. Roll me kick ass. Okay, cool. Uh, that is... Plus hard? No. No, it's uh, plus tough. What is this? Tough, that's what it is. What do I have in tough? Okay. Uh, that is... <sighs> that's an eight. Okay. Um, on a success, you inflict harm, and they inflict harm on you, so take... Um, okay. Take uh, two harm before damage. Or before your armor. Okay. I, um, do I have armor? I don't think I have armor. I don't think you do. So take two harm and deal your harm to the zombies. Okay. Uh, and the assault rifle is three harm. Okay. You mow down almost all of them. Cool. They go, they go, uh, yeah, you mow down almost all of them. There are a few left standing. You can keep shooting or you can, or you can try to like run past them and try to get to the No, thing. I'm going to try and run past them. Okay. Give me act under pressure. Okay. Uh, it's a three plus five is eight plus my cool, so a nine. Oh, um, okay. do I get a yeah. do I get a plus one because of um uh because the info from a bad situation? Yes, yes, you do get a plus one, so that is a yes. ten. So yeah, you actually barrel past, and not only do you barrel past them, they almost they almost grab you. Mm-hmm. And then there is the unmistakable to you sound of suppressed gunfire <laughs> that like riddles them as creep and sever as creep and a cleanup crew armed with silenced pistols are behind you. <laughs> and he gives you that he gives you a two fingered salute as they start like taping up and chalking out bodies mm-hmm. as you are barreling down this hallway. Uh, as I'm running, I'll, 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 I'll yell behind me, nice of you guys to catch up. And he just, he doesn't even acknowledge you. Mm-hmm. He's just like, go do your, go do your thing. <laughs> I'm gonna go do my thing. You, you chase and you run and uh, you, you you take a left and another left 
and another left, and it has led you in a giant circle. Mm-hmm. And before you know it, you are watching it. You you are you are standing at the base of the stairs of Bradbury Hall, and it has burst. And that door is now just swinging, burst. You know, knock thrown open. Like, to, you know, mm-hmm. knock to, knock to the point where it's like not quite closing right. <sighs> Great. Um. Told him he wouldn't see me. Damn it! No, I'm gonna keep, I'm gonna keep running up. Okay, you burst through the door, and I am gonna put my assault rifle and and revolver away first. <laughs> Good, probably a solid yeah. plan. You burst through the door. Uh, security. He. Uh, the professor points at you and is like, "Get!" I said, "Get her out of here!" And security is running at you. Um. But. You see him and several, like, he is also, like, shoving grad students. You see him grab Mary by the shoulders and shove her. Mm-hmm. And there's, like, two or three others that he's like, get into the chamber. We need to, like, it's it's hurt and we need to study it. Uh, it's hurt and you need to kill it. Um, I'm gonna, as non-lethally as possible, try and trip up those guards so they can't like okay restrain me give me act under pressure okay uh that's cool uh that's a seven just just barely a seven great um you you get past them Mm -hmm. but you are not able to do it particularly cleanly. Mm. Uh, Marcus Marcus goes flat on his back. You know, he sees you and is like, oh no, she got me right in the <laughs> nose. And he rolls off. But his friend does not, Is his friend is actually, you recognize him as the same one that dragged you off earlier. Mm. And he's like, you don't even go here. And you kind of have to crack his nose a little bit. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with that. I'm not upset about that. Yeah. I- <laughs> So you so you you barrel past. You get to the room and it is sealed shut. It is it is locked shut. Um, I am gonna use another move. Um, I'm gonna pull out my artifact, which is a skeleton key, okay. which opens any magically uh, magic or sealed lock. Um. You take it out. It's an old fairy art. Well, actually, let me ask you. Where did you get it? Uh, I think I got it from the, uh, like, on a mission. Um, I, like, murdered a bunch of pixies and, and found it um, amongst their stuff. And then just happened to not turn it into the torchbearers during my mission report. Um, Fair. Um, you hold it up to, it's actually, like, sealed shut. It's an automatic door. There's a keypad mm-hmm. and or there's a card. There's a card reader and a keypad, mm-hmm. and you kind of hold the you kind you hold the the key up to the keypad, and you watch it f- go flat mm-hmm. and almost form the shape of a card. And you swipe it, and the door seals open. And the professor goes like goes pale white and starts backing up. Um, listen, I know I told you you wouldn't see me, but. How about we just pretend you haven't, and I can take, and I can do my job. You don't, you don't understand what you're doing. Project Insight could change everything. We could, 
this could be groundbreaking and I can't and he starts to reach for a, an empty uh, beaker and he's like I can't let you disrupt my masterpiece and he gives it a swing um can I I and I will absolutely roll for this can I smack it out of the air with my baseball bat yes you can um uh what would you have that be just just kick ass I would call that kick I'd call that kick ass yeah (laughs) double sixes I got a 12 you smash it in midair, his hand gets all cut up and he drops to his knees. He's like, oh! <laughs> um, and, I'm going to uh, take a plus one for, as, for that. Cool. Cool. Um, yeah, you are perfectly fine. You smash it. He goes down. Um, but suddenly from the other side of the room, you see a second door mm-hmm. that is also shut. And a hand slams on this little viewing window. Mm-hmm. And it's it's one of those. This is uh, the first door was one of those big glass sliding doors where you could see everything on mm-hmm. the other side. This is one of those big metal, big honking steel doors, mm-hmm. same kind of keypad with just a single like port or porthole window and a hand just slams on it from the inside. Would you let me use my skeleton key again or do I have to do something else? No, I'll let you use the skeleton key. Cool, I'm gonna do that. Yeah, the door slides open. Um, Mary scrambles out just as a tentacle like wraps itself around her ankle and starts pulling and you can finally get a glimpse at at the monster. Mm -hmm. It's a brain. Oh, good. It's a big, giant brain about the size of a Great Dane. Oh, good. And it's got four tentacles that also look like they're made of gray matter. Mm-hmm. And on each of them, on the end of each of them is basically a jumbo leech mouth. Oh, good. Good and great. That are just chomp. Yeah, that are just squeezing and chomping. And it has grabbed Mary's ankle. And you see it throw a second tentacle it's got four of Mm -hmm. them right it's got four of these big tentacles you see it throw one at one of the other grad students heads as he kind of like is up against a wall okay um i'm gonna take out my big fuck off assault rifle and tell the brain to fuck off all right um and that is kick ass which is tough so uh that's a nine okay um, yeah, you deal your harm mm-hmm. to it, um, you spray Oh, it. and I'm gonna take that plus one, so it's a ten. That is a ten. Uh, so choose one extra effect. Okay. You can take plus one forward, you can inflict terrible harm, which is an additional I'm harm, gonna, you can suffer less harm, or you can force them where you um, want. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, uh, inflict terrible harm, and since, uh, my assault rifle is a plus three, it gets plus four. Okay. You, you spray it and it goes and like, you actually, you shoot one of it. You shoot the tentacle off of Mary's mm-hmm. ankle. Well, I'm going to make, I'm going to make you choose. Do you save Mary or Barry? Mary. Okay. Yeah. You shoot the tentacle, you shoot the tentacle off of Mary and you like, you blow the tentacle clean mm-hmm. off of it. But the other tentacle catches Barry in the back of the head. Mm. 
and you watch you watch it happen, right? You watch it glatch on, you watch it like punch in, mm-hmm. and then suck out, and you see the the head like the whole skull kind of caves in, like you're watching a, a Capri Sun get drunk. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> Uh, okay um and you see the the fourth tentacle start to regrow i am gonna grab mary and throw her out of the room okay yeah she kind of tumbles out and she's just like backing and she kind of she starts to back away and she's like looking around being like what how can i and then i'm gonna shut the door Oh, that's very good. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you shut the door, and she's, like, slamming it and pressing buttons, and it's just not opening. Because the key doesn't just open doors that you want mm-hmm. open. It shuts them as well. Um, and I'm... So you're in here, you're in here with two grads, two more grad students. Good. Um, I'm gonna keep, and keep aiming for the brain. Okay. Uh, that is... <sighs> Fuck, that's a six. Okay. Um, it is going to... Okay, take uh, take two more okay. harm. And Ooh. it is going to... Um, I have to mark an unstable. Okay. Uh, which I have to figure out what how to do that. Um, yes, I should also look that up. Unstable. Okay. Um, I don't know what marking unstable does. Oh, it just unstable injuries will worsen as time oh, passes. Good. So, uh, what happens is, oh, I know what happens. It um, it, gra- it like grabs the mm-hmm. rifle. Okay. So you're opening fire, right? You're spraying, but what happens is it actually punches the rifle. Mm. And, like, you spray wild bullet, and one of the bullets bounces off metal and catches you hard Oof. in the shoulder and just starts oozing blood. Okay. And that's going to get just worse and worse. Um, what else is in this room? Um, it is a it is a steel-padded room. There are some cameras and viewing equipment. There's the single porthole window, and then there's a large viewing window on the other side that opens up to, like another another way more sinister looking laboratory mm-hmm. okay um it took my revolver or my assault rifle it took your okay. assault rifle damn okay um i was gonna try and break into the other more sinister looking laboratory but i feel like i wouldn't be able to do that given my current uh equipment wait no i have a baseball bat i'm gonna try and break the glass yeah yeah uh, go ahead and give me a act under okay. pressure. Okay, let's do this. Uh, that is a nine plus my pool, which is a ten. Great. Uh, not only what's the what's the harm on um, your baseball bat? I believe it's hold on. Um. Oh, it's just a one. Okay. Yeah. So um, you don't hurt it. Cause it's you, it's it's feeding, mm-hmm. and you see it regrowing, and it sort of shrugs like. But you see it recoil when you shatter the glass, mm-hmm. and you jump through, 
and it kind of jumps after you, but you're in this lab surrounded by equipment. Okay. All sorts of like freaky sci-fi movie okay. equipment. Um, I am gonna just start singing the Eye of the Tiger at the top of my <laughs> the top of my lungs, um, and then go look for something to set it on fire. Okay, uh, give me act okay. under pressure. No, actually, um, yeah, give me act under pressure. Okay, uh, that is a four plus a three, which is seven plus. I think that's what is act under pressure. Um, it's an it's an eight, cool. anyways. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, you uh, you're you're screaming. I have a tiger. <laughs> it is recoiling and thrashing and trying to grab mm-hmm. you. Uh, you find a big. You get to the controls of a large industrial mm-hmm. laser, one of these big Bond lasers, like <laughs> for cutting things. And but uh, the problem is, it is it, it's thrashing and it's screaming and it, it uh it's recoiling and uh it actually jumps back into the mm-hmm. room and entangles one of the grad students. So you can use it. You can you can roll to shoot it, but on a miss, you are going to fry oh, this kid. Good. Okay. Um. What is that? Kick ass. Uh. Yeah. We'll call it okay. kick ass. Come on, baby. Oh my god, that's an eleven. Perfect. Yeah. So you uh, you hit it and. It powers up and it's this, you know, it's, it's a hum, Mm -hmm. right? Like it is an industrial machine Mm -hmm. and it hums and it lets go, it lets go of Paul and he drops to the floor and you open fire and you roast it. Like it just ignites and it's scrambling and it's clawing at the walls and... Yeah, and you watch it flail, and just as it's about to die, you see the door open. And uh, you hear the all-too-familiar sound of suppressed gunfire. No. As finally finally arriving on the scene are the (sighs) torchbearers, taking your cue and just gunning this thing down. And behind them, you see Mary just watching this with stars in her eyes. Hmm. I don't think I say anything to them. I think I just walk out. Do you say anything to Mary? She's just, she's, she's, she's starry eyed watching them, the watching the toy. I think I just place a hand on her shoulder and go, don't quit your day job. Stay in school. You're smart enough for this. Not for them. Oh, wait, no, that sounded like an insult. Hold on. Let me let me try that again. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. I, I think I place a hand on her shoulder and go, um, stay in school. You're too good for them. And she kind of looks at you for a moment and she goes, were you too good for them too? No. 
Uh, <laughs> okay. And she kind of smiles and starts to like back out and kind of follows you out a little bit, but like turns left when you turn right mm-hmm. and you get the briefest of glances over your shoulder. as She kind of walks out like looking around. She She's looking around as like campus security is like starting to flood the mm-hmm. building she's kind of just looking around. She looks back at the torchbearers for a long time. And she looks kind of at the thing for one last time. And she walks off. And you walk off. And you watch, you've watched Twitter. <laughs> and you watch social media for the next mm-hmm. few days. And there's no report of a brain monster eating grad students. There's a, there's a report of a lab accident. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, a laser misfired and... Unfortunately, there were some casualties, but it's pretty quiet. But you know better. Mm -hmm. I mean, you always know better. Always. And that's game. (laughs) That was so fun. Oh, my God. That was great. I loved it. Oh, my goodness. That ruled. Uh, uh, Thank you so much for having me. This has been fantastic. Thank you so much. This was great. This has been great. This was a really, really mm-hmm. fun game. <laughs> so, before I wrap up, where can people find uh, your work you online? You can find me on Twitter at King Um You can also find my podcast Blue Dawn at Blue Dawncast on Twitter, as well as um, uh, oh shoot, we're not on SoundCloud anymore. Never mind. Cut this out. You can just find me on Twitter at King Polminer. Gotcha. Um, well, thank you so much for coming on the show. This was an absolute delight. And I'm going to throw it over to me in the future so that he can wrap up with the show. Take a future, me. Thanks, Pass Me. And thanks again to Cole for coming on to the show. That game was fucking rad. Be sure to check the show notes for links to all the projects that Cole is working on. Blue Dawn, Unplaced, everything. They have an amazing ear for storytelling. And I think it's a quality that shines through on all of the work that they're doing. And I think it is... Well worth your time. Well worth your time. Also, be sure to follow them on Twitter at King Cole Miner. Then while you're on Twitter, follow us at Party of One Pod, then like the show on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Party of One Podcast. If you really enjoyed the show, consider giving us a nice iTunes review, a social media shout out, or a word of mouth recommendation. Any one of those things helps the show reach new listeners, which helps us do bigger, better, and cooler things. You can also consider backing us on Patreon at patreon.com slash party of one podcast. Patreon backers get access to bonus materials, podcasts, and interviews, and Patreon dollars help pay for hosting fees, equipment costs, and convention appearances. If you'd like to hear more from me, consider checking out All My Fantasy Children, the storytelling, fantasy, world-building, and character creation podcast powered by your listener prompts, co-hosted by myself and my best friend Aaron Catano Saez. You can find that at allmyfantasychildren.com. Party of One is produced and edited by Jeff Stormer and Jen Frank. All music for the show comes from the song Infinite Lies by Megaran, featuring the D&D Sluggers. If you'd like to inquire about advertising rates coming onto the show, or you just watched Wrestle Kingdom and you want to talk to me about Wrestle Kingdom, because I really want to talk to people about Wrestle Kingdom, you can reach me at partyofonepodcast at gmail.com. Well, that's it for me. Until next time, thank you so much for listening. Remember to fight the forces of fascism every single day. Remember that self-love and self-care are radical and defiant acts of resistance. And as always, party on, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>